drop. You know, everybody can say that the world is really topsy-turvy right now, and there's a lot of problems happening, and it seems like every hour there's either a new calamity or or new something that's got everybody up in arms. Um, the train is off the tracks, and there is no conductor, it might seem, but, you know, in these troubling times, I always lean into probably one of the greatest quotes that I've ever heard from an animated cow played by Jennifer Tilly. You know, these are organic problems and they require holistic solutions. Welcome everybody. Tonight we're talking about Home on the Range. Stormy Tuesday evening, St. Patrick's Day, and nobody in this room is wearing green. <laughs> I have green eyes; it counts. Oh, okay, it's a little. Uh, no, I don't. Jen's like, look. <laughs> I have. There's green on my tattoo. Okay, cool. There's green on Jen's tattoo. <laughs> Sweet, we've got it. Um, so we are here. Uh, you know, it's like I said. It's uh, we recorded this on St. Patrick's Day and. Jeremiah, uh, who's with us today, made the the, the hello. obvious hello. Say hello. <laughs> uh, made the obvious comment of why we didn't do any low hanging fruit as far as any uh, like St. Patrick's Day type movies like The Luck of the Irish or Darby O'Gill or the No Mobile or Sherlock Gnomes or Nomeo and Juliet. Nomeo and Juliet. Did you ever see Nomeo and Juliet? Do you really need to ask me that? I, I think I've only seen like one of those movies that you just listed off. That makes oh, me yeah. feel better. <laughs> I've seen them all. You know, it, this one came up. I was perusing around on Disney Plus and I, I came across The Home on the Range, 2004. Uh, this Disney second to last animated film. <clears throat> and I had never seen it before. It's like, let's do something just different and off the and just completely off the rails. And there's actually some sequences in this movie that are absolutely perfect and apropos for today. So, um, Home on the Range, uh, I think, was perfect um, for today. So I wanted to welcome our guests. Um, she was she she was featured in our very first episode. She was featured in our special Christmas episode. And it is a delight and a joy to have Miss Jen Potcher with us here once again tonight. Say hello, Jen. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and then, of course, my twin brother from a different mother, um, Mr. Jeremiah Campbell. Welcome back. Salutations. And greetings. <laughs> we're, keep it, we're just going to keep it short and sweet. You damn Don't nerd. Yeah. No, no, no pretense. You don't need, any, we don't need any pretenses today. <laughs> then, of course, our podcast paddle on Miss Carissa Sutton. Welcome back. Hey, Joey. How are you now? Uh, uh, good. And you? <laughs> so uh, good, Trevor. Not so bad. Not, not you so bad. ruined it. <laughs> I did. I have watched Letter Kenny a long ass time, and that just came to me out of nowhere. Yeah. Sorry, friend. That's hilarious. I didn't mean to mess it up. <laughs> That's okay. I can never get it right either. <laughs> All right. So, everybody, welcome. Welcome. 
Home on the Range, uh, a film that <laughs> not a damn person in this movie cares about at all. I think because <laughs> considering that uh, Jeremiah, you said you'd seen it like when it first came out, but not at the theater, but no. around that time. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Maybe so, I. Uh, I don't remember. I mean, 2004. Yeah. I mean, who it knows? It was 16 years ago. Really. Yeah. yeah I that mean, was 16. It yeah. was in between Finding Nemo and The Incredibles. So. Oh yeah. Who Who fair. the hell knows? That's. Fair. If I saw this in theater or not. It was in between Finding Nemo and The Incredibles. <laughs> yeah. So. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's, we're gonna dissect <laughs> that. So. Uh, this is going to be hard to be like too kind for this movie, but because uh, there's some definitely things that uh, had some things that were uh, working against them for sure. But there's some really cool stuff here that uh, this this should be a bigger classic than it is for sure. Now, Chrissy, you obviously <clears throat> never had you even heard of this film? No. <laughs> Jen and you had watched it like long time ago right or yes okay. i had seen it but i didn't remember anything about it so i watched it again today <laughs> which is honestly like yeah i watched it last night and i think that yeah I, i'll buy that yeah i don't you remember. still don't remember it very little <laughs> i still don't remember it i think if, i think if the main character would have been jennifer tilly instead of roseanne Barr, i think that would have been a little different well i mean you gotta remember though 2004 Roseanne Barr would be your one you would go with instead of Jennifer Tilly. But I know. I, think I mean, I know that she would was... have done a better job. Is what I'm saying. Um, not, not because of the stuff surrounding Roseanne Barr, which is you know not my favorite as it is, but I think Jennifer Tilly would have been a better, better Maggie than Roseanne. I don't think Roseanne would have been a better Grace, but I'm Dead. trying to keep. Your... So Grace <laughs> is the flighty one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. Jennifer Tilly. Dizzy cow. Which is essentially like Jennifer, uh, Tilly. Jennifer Tilly, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Roseanne is the prize, right like a prized ca- uh, pr- uh, cow. And then Dame Judy Dench. What a cast. Here's <laughs> your three leads. <laughs> For For Jennifer Tilly, Dame Judy Dench. Blah, blah, blah. Dame Judy Dench and Roseanne Barr. What a cast. I'm, I, that, to me, is pretty amazing that, that that's what they put together. I'm curious if they did any of their voice acting, like, all in the same room. That would just be bizarre to me. Like That would be quite the day. For sure. yeah. Judy Dench and then Roseanne Barr right next to her. Just, just like, just, just, just Judy Dench just her the wanting to, like, way. rip her hair out. Like, <laughs> who the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, you, know, you would basically have uh, Dolores Umbridge, uh, Trelawney, and I'm trying to think of... Who the third uh, Harry Potter teacher? Who would be the Roseanne Harry Potter teacher? I don't know. Maybe, maybe um, like Mrs. Dursley, they're on vacation. Or yes, something. that's it. That's just, <laughs> just yep. with, with with a weight problem. Maybe I don't know. Um, yeah, that'd be an interesting. Uh, looks like from everything I've ever seen, they always just record them by themselves. Yeah, and they just do play, listen to playbacks and things. So just, I I would love to see them all done in the same room or if they were just like in their own sound booth so it didn't didn't cross over but they were, could look at each other while they're talking and hear just, each other oh yeah yeah well i mean still yeah in the same place at the same time yeah. would be cool that'd be fun i think that would have been way cool i'm gonna we're gonna have to look that up to see what movies have been yes i know there have been some animated films that are that are recorded that way with the cast all together I feel like that'd be better because it's more organic and you can play off each other it's more like actual acting i mean not that it's not actual acting but you know I, I think that like, or organically they could create that. Yeah. I mean, look at what Pixar does. Yeah. 
I mean, nobody ever sees anybody, and yet those worlds are mm-hmm. flesh and, and, Very and true. fleshed out. Um, I was, that's what I was going to do, was I was going to write down the characters' names. So you think that... Uh, 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 so you're thinking that, that Roseanne Barr should have played Jennifer Tilly's role. No. No? <laughs> I just think Jennifer Tilly would have been better. As, oh, as, as Maggie... As Maggie. Yeah. The prize as as, the as Roseanne's bar, Roseanne yeah. Barr's character. The voice yeah. just didn't fit. Yeah, I liked your point you made before we started recording about. Uh, and I want you to allude to that a little bit more about separating the voice actor from the character. I, I Roseanne's voice is so distinct. I mean, as soon as you hear it, you know that's Roseanne, and you know it the entire time. And and so it's re- it was really hard for me to separate. To, to not be just thinking it's Roseanne doing a voice. Okay. You know, I, I, I never saw Maggie. I saw Roseanne and it just didn't fit. Like it mm-hmm. didn't fit the character to me at all. That makes sense. Um, thinking back. Yeah. You can tell that they're just, yeah, they, it, it did seem really disjointed. Mm-hmm. I just imagine Roseanne Barr's face mm-hmm. talking to the other two cows. <laughs> 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 like it's just Roseanne talking to cows. It's been so long since I've seen it, but did, in typical Disney fashion, did they like add facial features of the real people? So like, does the face of the cow kind of look like Roseanne? No, it doesn't. No. No. So, no, I didn't see any kind of resemblance at all, except, except I have never seen a character, uh, I've never seen an actor play themselves in an animated m- movie before until Steve Buscemi sauntered in. Like, oh my god, he's playing Steve Buscemi as uh, himself, basically. When right. He plays the uh, a, a cattle, a, another cattle baron. And I want to le- lean into that a little bit, too, here in a little bit. It's one of the things that has going against him. Um, so let's look at some of the details of... Are we doing the nerd stuff now? Yeah, we're going to do some nerd yeah! stuff. Yeah! <laughs> nerd stuff. Sorry, so I came nerd. unprepared today. There's not a lot of nerd There's no stuff fun facts from coming out, out of me. I was actually thinking about you as I was, <laughs> I was driving here. I was like, yeah, Jeremiah's kind of the nerd guy where I'm just kind of loud and obnoxious. Okay, so April Beautiful. 2nd. Oh, very, okay. April 2nd, 2004. So basically this time of year, mm-hmm. 2004. Can't say it's a bad time of year to release a movie. It's a bad time of year to release a movie during... A goddamn virus, <laughs> but um, which uh, side note? I feel terrible for Mulan because there's just no way they're going to hit close to making their two hundred million dollars that they paid for that. Movie. Well, they may not do it. Yeah, they may postpone. They that. may postpone. I thought they, they released it already. Mulan did they in China? They did. Oh, did oh, they? Oh, and oh, they oh, got oh, such. Ba- it got such bad them. reviews. They're talking about not even releasing it here. What? Okay, we gotta talk about this later. Wow, wow! They did a real bad job and not. They might as well. They might as well wait. All the theaters are closed anyway. So, except one of the Lux and Eagle is still open. Is it really? Yeah, I drove by and it was packed. Oh, I bet it was packed. Yeah, because they're smart. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why the movies are. Not to get off topic, I don't know why the theaters are closing anyway. We went to a movie yesterday, and there were six people in the entire exactly. theater. So it's like the safest place you could be. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, well, they're not all, making their money. And all the so. seats yeah. are... And all yeah, the, that's why they're really doing uh, it. Of course. I mean, and all the seats are assigned, so they just cancel out every other row. Boom, you've got your space <laughs> between the people. Right. Enjoy your enjoy your film. Enjoy and there's... let me guess, those six people sat right next to each other, didn't they? They're all just no, no. Because that sex. drives me crazy no, in they the did, theater. actually. It was... <laughs> It was when I went to reserve my seats. It was like 
all vertical right up the middle. Oh, yeah. D- down, yep, I've seen <laughs> so, that. <laughs> I was like, this makes it easy which seats to clean. You just, just those six seats in right in the middle, middle yep. done. <laughs> I love going to theaters. I love going to theaters when there's not a lot of people there. Same. Oh, Same. I, I love that. Me, me and Jeremiah went and saw Black Christmas a couple of oh, weeks yeah, ago. That was awesome. And it was just him and I at the Dollar Theater. That and awesome. it was an amazing afternoon. <laughs> we just went and ate way the, too much. Yeah. Make the fun fun out of that movie. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Yeah, stay tuned for the Black Christmas on the <laughs> on the Be Kind Rewind podcast. Uh, we Guess had I gotta wait. watch it now. Oh, Ugh. I don't know Oof. if it'll even make it to the show. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, it was too. There would Yikes. be other Black Christmas movies. Yeah, there's like a dozen of them. About I liked that the one. one that had Michelle Trachtenberg from like 2005, 2006. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that the, one. The guy that was yellow. Maybe. Yeah. I don't remember. I just remember <laughs> just I really liked, liked it. Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we ate way too much breakfast food, and then we went and made this. It was, it was weird to just be able to stand up and, like, stretch in the movie theater. <laughs> no, I tell you what. If that was me, I'd, I am cursed at the theater. I will go to the theater, and there will be three people in that theater, and those three people will decide to sit right next to me. Oof. I would get up and move. Every time. I do. But it still makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> you would get up and move and still say something to them, Carissa. Of course I would. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's 400 seats. Why do you have to sit right next to me? I talk shit to people that sit at the bar in front of the only empty glass in the bar. When all the seats are open, and they sit in front of the one empty glass. Why? So, is it, oh, that means so you have to clean up the glass before you can take no, their drink? Or was that, there... No, they will, they will come in, and I have not gotten to this empty glass of this person that just left. The entire bar is open, and they will sit in front of the dirty glass. Oh. Oh. <laughs> are maybe you that you're they, dying maybe something. they just you know there's no, empty glass there so they not. they know you're going to continue to go to that one yeah, spot that's where you were at <laughs> no there's some like it's scientific the same, it's the same as sitting at a dirty pattern. table when every other table is clean <laughs> dumb don't do it uh, i don't go to the bar so of course but you I go to restaurants it's the same thing People will sit at the only dirty table in the entire restaurant. I'm trying to think of some other films that I went to anyway. that there was nobody into. Um, there was no one. I in saw it. Frequency by myself in an empty theater. It was awesome, and I bawled my eyes oh, out. Oh, that would be a hard one to watch by yourself. I, lo- I, I loved it. I. Uh, but yeah, I was by myself. Was I went awesome. and saw S- Speed Racer at the IMAX, and it was just me and my brother. <laughs> and then there was like two 13-year-old boys in there as well. <laughs> And all four of us just lost our damn minds for two and a half hours. <laughs> the Speed Racer's coming up on this show, and it's such a good film. Um, I went and saw the Passion, the Passion of the Christ when it came <laughs> out. <laughs> of course you did. I was curious. Like, I, I got to see this. And there was just me and, like, two old ladies in there. <laughs> um, I mentioned this before, too. Uh, during uh, the Super Bowl one year, me and my brother went and saw Frost Nixon. Um, on Super Bowl Sunday, and it was just me and him and an older couple as well. So nice. Um, now, conversely, I've had some crazy ass times in packed theaters. Holy, true. Damn, I've sat. Um, what was it? I want to say scary. <laughs> I don't know. Movie. I get nothing in this conversation. <laughs> scary movie. Scary movie two. One of the one of them was like standing room only, and there was just a bunch of people standing sitting in the aisle because they're. they're yeah, I mean, this was long before they started giving a crap about how many people mm-hmm. capacity the theater. And this was at Edwards. I mean, this was Edwards 21. You'd think they would have known better. But no, there was just this, uh-uh. 
Um, I only remember like super pack theaters when it's like I get the horrible seat. That's my you know, it's like, uh, like Spider Man two in the IMAX and we were like at the very bottom on the right. Oh so uh, it's like Yep. <laughs> uh, and you can only see half of it, everything that it's happened. It's just a blur. Um, <laughs> the Cineplex Odeon. There's a throwback Ooh. for it. Yeah. At the at the it's long gone now. It's a pet store. Um we, we used to go there all the time. Oh yeah. Oh, so many movies there. Uh The Net with Sandra Bullock. Yes. Uh, was front row. All the way to the left, looking like this. And all I saw was a blur, but I remember loving the hell out of that film, even though I could barely see anything. So. That was a great movie. You, you yeah. didn't hear it, so you just kind of made your own movie yeah, exactly. in your head. Yeah. Mozart's Ghost. Yep. The Net was a good film. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned to The Net for this show. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see a movie that's about the infancy of the of the internet, it's it's something. All right, so let's get back to Home on the Range. Um, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> So this was this surprises me. 110 million was the budget for animation. All in uh, star salaries. And and basically, yeah. But even, but even then, like, were they that huge at that time? Steve Buchet, Buscemi and Roseanne Barr uh, took up all of it. Well, Cuba Gooding Jr. was in it too. Yeah, was he, Cuba, was he pretty big we got to remember. Yeah, I mean, 2004, Cuba Gooding Jr. You've got mm-hmm. Randy Quaid, uh, Roseanne, Jennifer Tilly. Judy Dench. Uh, I mean, she was. Yeah. She's been big for a long time. Judy Dench. Um, I mean, just your 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 six primary characters right there. Even if, so even if each one got say five million dollars, that's still thirty million dollars of your budget. Mm-hmm. Don't forget Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton. You know, yeah. Who played Patrick? Babe Patrick. Yeah. His name for, was Patrick in the movie uh, for a awesome. horse, and that's amazing. <laughs> you remember that because I, it was just like one brief like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Patrick Warburton. And like that was it. It's like, hey. <laughs> um, and then a whole bunch of other, um, I, I want to say Dolores, um, the, lady, the lady that played um, Mrs. Potato Head, hmm. played one of the chickens as oh, well. Oh, uh, Estelle, Estelle something. Yeah. Yep. Estelle so something. How much did the movie make? <laughs> oh, like sorry. $134 million? So, Something like that. So $110 million is what the budget those. A hundred and forty-five point five million. Hmm. Not bad. I mean, one hundred and fifty millions. That's that's a lot of money. But one hundred and ten million is how much it costs, and then one hundred and fifty million for a Disney animated film. And considering it, granted, it wasn't the last movie, but technically, it, I mean, other than the Frog and the Princess, this was, still Harris. This was still Harris. Thank this you. was the last two D animated movie. This was the last. Yeah, Disney forty-fifth. Yeah, the last. Um, I, I want to, th- to me, Princess and the Frog is like, it's not like an anomaly, but it was almost like, and I, I don't say an anomaly, I don't say a gimmick, but it was like a throwback. Yeah, definitely. So it wasn't like the next in their series of animated films. It was like, no, we want to do a traditional animated film again with, you know, good representation. And so they, they made that. But yeah, as far as something that's completely generic and what they kind of came up with yeah you could say that this is but it's princess and the frog it's the, it was the final one but right but like you said it's just a, i mean how many years later was that because before that there is like a movie every year mm-hmm. yeah and then they just stopped because of you know 3d animation of course was, was, but, was it yeah. yeah uh uh 2009 i believe was princess and the frog so five years later which is a long time back then. For, back then, for, considering they're just cranking them out one after another. 
Well, even around here, so you've got what well, you mentioned, the Pixar movies. And I want to talk about that. The Finding Nemo, um, Incredibles. And this was sandwiched between the two. Yeah, Nemo was a year before, and then Incredibles was the same year, but in November. Was it November? Yeah. Honestly, that tells you everything you need to know about why <laughs> this movie isn't a classic. Exactly what you need to know. Um, both of those films, completely different, but still very much character-driven films. I mean, as even though The Incredibles is a, a, a superhero movie, it is not... Uh, superheroing is like a side thing or like a secondary plot as opposed to just the guy uh, in my opinion a, a, a dude dealing with getting older and getting obsolete in his surroundings basically in my opinion um, but we're, we're, we're talking about Home on the Range and then you have Finding <laughs> Nemo which we're trying to yeah. talk about it anyway we're, we're trying it I know I know it's, <laughs> I'm saying I knew going into this is like like and it's it's totally apropos of the the end of the film keeping the train on the tracks because it's it's well like you said this As is if a, we're good at that ever it's a good <laughs> this is a good movie but it plays out more like just like a like story wise it plays out more just like a cartoon like not not like their other Disney I mean it they're all cartoons but like like just an episode like a cartoon yes like it's not like yes it's not story heavy it's more like no Ooh, wackadoo what can we do <laughs> yes yes they it's even, a they lot even, more like they even make the noises <laughs> yeah. yeah like yeah. when the big buffalo falls down the the chute yeah it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah it does the goofy the will <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's tremendous there's such good stuff here there's so many but innuendos not... too in true disney fashion yeah oh it's oh my god it's, it's so dirty good. and it's a throwback so it's a throwback into itself yeah even not being from a place of trying to be a throwback yeah and nothing is more evident that to me than when alameda slim is yodeling to get the cows lining <laughs> lining up Tell me that is not like the heffalumps and woozles and the For pink real, elephants. That entire, that entire that whole scene. sequence is that. I was mesmerized. Oh, it's I was like, fascinating. Oh, what is fascinating. Yeah. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was so loved colorful, it. so pretty. Yeah. His outfit was amazing. Like, I was oh, real yeah. Fantasia vibes in that life. Oh, yeah, definitely. A lot of people lean towards the uh, bad guy from Pocahontas. As kind of being like flamboyant, but no, I well, think this guy. Well, according, is well, according way... to this, um, I think he has kind of the similar body type as that. But uh, I looked through their Wikipedia, and he was talking about before he pitched the the idea for Pocahontas. Yeah, they um, he he was trying to mix something in a western, but if you but if you look at the bad guy from Pocahontas and this guy, they're built similarly. Well, Disney, especially the old animated. <laughs> they reuse the characters are very oh, very they're, good they're very at, at re reusing the yeah the the ink and paper drawings yeah, and just sure. putting a new and i couldn't put my finger on it. why he looked so familiar until you just said that yeah, that, and he very yeah. well could have been i have to go back and look at the pocahontas sequence with the bad guy there but oh um, no i'm just talking about his build not not the sequence just his oh build. i would not be surprised if there's actual the 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 black and white line pencil Oh yeah, for sure. Animation that they just put a new character over, right, right. Just like and they, I'm, I'm just like they sure did they in, because um, you when you messaged me, you were watching Robin Hood. Mm -hmm. A lot of that film is literally just uh, Snow White mm -hmm. and the Seven Dwarfs. They just take those off, put the, and then continue. 
They repainted them, especially Still in the dance beautiful. sequence. Was it Snow White or was it the other one? It's oh, all of them. <laughs> <There's>, uh, <laughs> right? the uh, Jungle Book, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White. Sleeping Beauty, Sleeping yeah. Beauty. Yeah, like... especially the dance sequence. Oh my gosh, it's so, mm-hmm. it's so good. I mean, you you look at, uh, so the three, the the three dwarves that are underneath the coat dancing with Snow White, and then you you substitute that for uh, Little John and Henrietta dancing i think in no that one little john matches blue mm-hmm. in the jungle book yeah that was the that's the one mm-hmm. you're thinking about i think i think you're thinking of robin and marion dancing and matches Sleeping snow Beauty. white this like yeah. oh, yeah. they all do this <laughs> which then, this was a video yeah you're just <laughs> clapping along and twirling your head and then there's the the sleeping beauty one too where the owl puts the Coat on, coat yes. on. That's yeah. in one of them too. Yeah. I so I would ones. not be surprised if there was. A, and I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you. I, I, I saw Pocahontas once, in like '96. Shame when, on you. Same. Uh, Shame. That's it. I've never. I'm not mad about I, it. I'm not. Yeah. Same. I, I was not a fan. Uh, I had a hard time. It, when, the, when, the, yeah, when they start delving into stories that are real people that, like they could tell their story better than a bunch of uh of white people from mm-hmm. disney could yep um <laughs> what I, I know right white people it's, aren't the storytellers of all the peoples you know uh, we're really good at making a whole story around a little goldfish <laughs> that gets lost and we're really good at a bunch of cowboy toys <laughs> coming to life but uh we shouldn't very mess much with white boy things yeah or white white person things. yeah we but especially pocahontas like God. I mean, come on <laughs> or like we talk about like mulan like yeah those are their stories let them tell them yeah you know i mean it's I, I i still have a hard time knowing that the lion king is kimba the white tiger or the white lion and or the white tiger the white lion white lion i think the white lion yeah and they just changed his name to simba and made it their own story yeah well that's what traditional disney fashion <laughs> yes true. yes they did so um, look at the little mermaid uh, yeah look at the little mermaid of course though i mean those types of stories were were handed down from years and years and years i mean you're talking about a specific person that did not live a good life especially pocahontas who did not live a happy life thanks to us and <laughs> um to be like well now now she's a disney princess like okay what'd you do you know did you make any recompense for that you never know still so, better than frozen frozen 2 <laughs> frozen 2 we, one of these days you and i will do an episode where we just fight each other and which one of the frozen movies is worse because right now it's two <laughs> it's worse than I finally one. watched frozen for the first time like, the first one or the second I one, watched the second uh, one. i'm sorry Bleh. jen you probably love both of them i was, was kind of pissed that uh, i was... go back and forth I I really liked the first one when I first saw it. Yeah. And then I like started to hate it, but then I started to like it again. I don't know. Sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. The second one I love because the fire lizard is the cutest thing since Baby Yoda. And you know what? <laughs> and the fire lizard is cute. If it made sense and it I didn't care. It was so cute. I just wanted you to can't... put it in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> well, looks like I know what I'm doing when I get they... out of here. I, they just I, I, don't look at me like that, they, Jeremiah. Say, <laughs> Whoa, now! <laughs> oh, oh, and I have to say, I have never laughed. I don't think 
as hard in a theater ever as I did with Chance when that 80s hairband video came on in the middle of Frozen 2 when he's lost in the woods or whatever. We were cracking up and no one else is laughing. And I just thought it was it was so much fun. It was so much fun to watch. There's too many ideas in (laughs) Frozen 2. It needs to be that. And 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 I'm going to go somewhere with this and it ties back into what we're talking about. So there's. (laughs) They, yeah, they, sure. they sat around a table and they're okay what do we want all right uh let's see um magic snowflakes come got it and then uh <laughs> elsa's being called to go somewhere okay cool and a bunch of people are lost in the woods okay cool and there's a little fire lizard awesome cool and cute. and harry potter's patronus is there for some reason okay cool let's do that <laughs> And uh, what else is there? Uh, some rock giants. Cool. And the guy from This Is Us. Awesome. All right. So, all right. So let's let's do all that. And then, all right. Cool. Uh, we'll just shuffle these. And the Pick first the first three we get, we're gonna go with. You know, screw it. We're, we're taking them all. And we're gonna use every single idea we've ever had, and we're gonna put in this idea. Right. And none of them are gonna make sense compared to the other things. And there's gonna be no sense of no sense of of, of of, of, of real concern, comprehension. comprehension, nothing, and it's not going to make any sense, and <laughs> no one's going to like it. And, I really wish uh, the, everybody but, could see how excited Joey was right but, there. That was fantastic. So that leads me to my point for the for Home on the Range. You have all these cool characters. You have too too many, I think. And I want to for the main characters. So you've got your three main cows. Or awesome. Cool. All right. You've got three, your three main cows. And then you also have a horse, Cuba Gooding Jr., who wants to be, you know, when they go off to be, they want to be bounty hunters to get Alabama Slam because they want to save their farm. Nice, wholesome backstory. Mm-hmm. Oh, love it. Absolutely love it. A patch of heaven is exactly mm-hmm. what it describes. Absolutely perfect. So, in the meantime, we've got. Alabama Slim, but then we also have Rico that you can't tell from the moment you meet. Oh, he's a bad guy. He's yeah. not the good guy. <laughs> he's working either with the bad guy or he is the bad guy, one of the two. Yeah, then I totally you have, didn't get that. Yeah, I'm naive. Like, right away. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then you also have Steve Buscemi's character. And then you also have the sheriff of the town. You have so many things. You've got this jackrabbit. Which one was uh, Steve Buscemi? I loved the jackrabbit. He was the little guy at the very end that was buying all the cows from Alabama Slim or Alameda Slim. Oh, oh, yeah, I knew. Yeah, he was buying all the cows. Yeah, Um, who just kind of popped up. You have all these little things, these little pieces. Yeah, but there's no real emotional connection between each thing. It's just supposed to mean something. And I'll say that that's kind of like for me how Frozen Two was. You have all these little things. And each individual piece just doesn't fit. And that was the one thing that I could say for this is that there was no emotional. uh, You didn't really have any emotional attachment to what was happening. Well, one of my biggest issues with like when you're when you're talking about emotional attachment is like Buck's supposed to be this um, like super law character. Like, oh, I'm going to go get this guy so I can get this praise, whatever. And the sheriff is supposed to be enforcing the law, but it looks like he doesn't want to shut down this farm. Like he has no, this emotion- he doesn't. So he has this emotional attachment to this farm, and so the cows are trying to go find Alameda Slim so that they can get the $750, but it's like Buck is like, is like, uh, 
beating them half of the way or most mm-hmm. of the way trying to get to it first and whatever mm-hmm. and it's like buck's supposed to be on top of the law but then you have this emotional attachment to the sheriff who doesn't want this this uh but that's what he's doing farm. when you first meet him is he's shutting the farm but down. he's not you wanting really... to he's the sheriff and he has to he has to enforce the laws doesn't well, wanna yeah. doesn't wanna no, you can but... tell that there's that. At least I felt that emotional attachment. I got a little teary at a little bit. Go figure. Aww. And uh, like I felt that attachment from the sheriff to her not wanting to shut this down. And so like he's if he could do what he could do to help her, I think he would have with like in his own like outside of stealing from, you know, the banks or how whatever. But I don't know. I felt that emotional attachment between the sheriff and him. So it's like Buck going against the cows the entire time didn't really make sense in my head <clears throat> just because like he's supposed to be in the extension of the sheriff and kind of but also at the same time he's wanting to be with rico who's like this big bounty hunter and this craziness and it just kind of like my emotional attachment was to the cows i was pissed at buck for half the time and i felt bad for the sheriff because i could tell that he didn't want to shut that down but he's just doing his job my biggest my and biggest so, my biggest problem was i didn't you you begin the story with the last that Roseanne was the last cow left after yeah. all the rest of them got stolen yeah. and she was part of the farm and she didn't want to have he she even says that he didn't he didn't want to have to sell me but he did because he knew that he could provide a that where I was going was a better place than being sold at market right and then you immediately go to a new farm and. Instead of telling like a, a, a fish out of, not a fish out of water story, but sort of like a, you know, where do I fit in my new world story? You immediately go off into this adventure, uh, this bounty hunting adventure. Yeah. And where was that sense of longing there? That sense yeah. of, of homeness. Other movies, uh, Pixar... Even the Disney and the the, from, I mean, I got to remember too that right after this was, uh, Meet the Robinsons, was very very close after this, very big. That's a very big point of where is you know where is your home? Yeah, but they, but I think, but that right there led to a big scene later when we meet the wild hare because in that storm they're all underneath the rock uh-huh. and both. You know, Maggie and, and Callie or whatever her name is. Um, no, I think it was are, Miss Calloway. Was her name. Yeah. So they're butting heads because Maggie came in like a, like a hurricane, messed everything up, and who's now trying to fix the farm. But then Callie's like, <clears throat> you don't even belong to our farm. And we were fine before you. But so it's leading to that, to that um, piece where they fall asleep, wake up. Grace is around the corner, can't find her. They find the saving grace of the hair, which is who's adorable with this little peg leg. Get oh, out. yeah, this little head, peg Get leg. Get out. Everybody would come to rub my lucky leg, <laughs> my, lucky, my lucky, yeah. lucky foot. <laughs> right, right. And it's a peg leg. Right. And so that it, it leads to that, like, that, uh, that sense of unity, I feel like. It leads to that kind of, like, oh, this is, this is the family I belong with. That's how I feel about it. So, well... I understand what we're talking about as far as like an emotional attachment in the beginning. Like, where's that kind of sense of longing? I think it leads, it all kind of ties together later, personally. 
Yeah, I I I know exactly what you're saying, but I also know what Joey's saying because I felt the right. same thing when it started and all of a sudden like they're going to save the farm and I was like, why does she care? She just got here. Like I was very like it felt a little disjointed there. Yeah. But then later, exactly what you're saying, that scene, I was like, oh, okay, now they're finally addressing but, that. Right, but there's also there's also that ulterior motive that she has because Annalita or Alameda Slim is the person that stole her. That's right. And sold her. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that's her ulterior motive. And so she gets the girls on board because she knows that's the only way she's going to be able to do it. It's like, this is what we're doing. We're saving mm-hmm. the farm. And then later on is when they kind of had their come to come together. This is we're a family now type mm-hmm. thing when mm-hmm. they all kind of, you know, so like I understand where they were going with the storyline. And, and, and like Joey said, there's like, oh, we're going to take everything and shove it in here. And it's like, well, yes, we did that. But I like I understood the the progression because of that ulterior motive and like yeah, and then we I have the heartwarming that. piece mm-hmm. later and of course I'm bawling my eyes out when they're Same. trying to trying to sell the farm and all this stuff <laughs> oh I was crying from the very beginning when they Gosh, first too. took her away <laughs> from her farm and she's like I'm not, I don't have a home anymore and I'm like and then they pass by her like old home saying, that's sad <laughs> were you crying your eyes out when they passed by her old home and uh-huh. she's like oh that cow will be fine how do you know because I'm her <laughs> get out <laughs> yeah yep, yep. I it, it dawned on me uh, when I stepped out of the room for a second that unfortunately I've been spoiled and and I, I hit the nail on the head actually talking about like worse for me personally being totally spoiled by like Pixar level oh I'm out of breath um, uh, the Pixar storytelling type of just razor fo- just laser focus into one particular element and making sure you explore every ounce of that as opposed to just stepping back and saying, you know what? We're going to have a wackadoo story with some sentiments into it, and we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. And you can totally compare Robin Hood to this. Animals doing wackadoo things. And a case can be made that Robin Hood is full of characters that are too many and unnecessary to the story, Hmm. but still fun, and you're glad they're there. There's not a single character that I would take out of Robin Hood and because I, I love them all. Yeah. Like, the, I love the little dumb turtle. And I like the little kid with the bow and arrow. And I like uh, Lady turtle. Cluck. And I love, like, all these things. And I like Sir Hiss. And I like everything. Like, even uh, Nutsy and, and, and Trigger. Like, all of those characters, for the brief time that you have them on camera, you can find those same things here. Right. Especially with, like, the Jackrabbit. And the goat, and the chickens, and the Ooh, three cows. <laughs> which Tucker, I I laughed. Tucker laughed. Uh, um, I, I I laughed out loud. It was so funny when they're having the auction at the end of the movie, and they have this big auction, and the guy buys the farm, but they have the separate the separate. Like, and how about these little chicks for, fi- for five, five cents? For five cents. <laughs> They're all just sitting there, each with their own little price tag thing on them. It was the most adorable yeah. thing ever. Well, earlier you put, a, you put three of them in a box that buy one, get two free or something. Like <laughs> They're selling the little no, baby no, chicks no, for five cents a fee. Yeah. I was like, I'll buy you some oh, chickies. It was, uh, 
I had a really good laugh at that, and that's what I Tuck, did too, even yeah. when I got home today. Tucker was like, he brought he brought that up. <laughs> it's like little chicks for five cents a piece. Yeah. <laughs> I would buy cents. them. <laughs> Uh, and I and I guess I just wanted more of what I liked, and I really liked um, the goat and the jackrabbit had really good chemistry, but they were only on camera doing their one thing <laughs> mm-hmm. for real briefly. Yeah, like oh, I can see a whole movie that of was, those two characters, the really goat cute. and the rabbit, or the when they were in the. I mean, you have mine, and I guess we've been spoiled by like Indiana Jones. You have mine cars. If you're gonna have mine carts in your movie, you got to do some really cool roller coaster mm-hmm. mine cart shit in your movie. And they were just really brief, and you you almost couldn't see them. They were just so fast. And like, oh, I want to see some really cool minecart action <laughs> with some three cows in a minecart, which would just be hilarious. And it was just really brief. New movie, three cows in a minecart. <laughs> yeah, the home on the range too. That should have been a minecart time. <laughs> <laughs> have it in like in pixelated like like Minecraft. Minecraft, yeah, <laughs> an eight bit. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I loved the buffalo, the bouncer buffalo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the bouncer buffalo. He was my favorite. Awesome. Like, he had this cute, tiny, tiny little mouth for this giant body. Right. And then he was just like, hey, cows only. And, like, <laughs> and then Judy Dench is all like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, I love the male cows from the herd. I'm just like, hey. Hey ladies, what's going on? <laughs> and I love and it show up at the end and I was Miss like Miss Kelly was like, get away from me. Except like, for the buffalo. Like, she yeah. loved the buffalo. But the guy's cat calling her, she's like, get away. Oh, like that's how every female feels every time yes. there's king cat yes. calling. I swear and to then God. It, and then at the end when the two when the two boy cows sh- or boy cows, the two Mm-hmm. Male, the males show up, yeah. and and I was they're like, "Boy cows, they're fine." Whatever, yeah. Hey, and they're, you know, hey, we're here. And then I was like, "But what about Miss Kelly and her buffalo?" And then he shows hey. up, and I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy he was there. Like, and 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 then like poor Buck, he's all like, you know, he's like cows only, and Buck's like, "Oh, come on! <laughs> Why do they get to go in? They're cows." <laughs> Uh, uh, that whole sequence just like was delightful. I loved it. Delightful. <laughs> I did love the uh, when they were sitting in the the lair, uh, Alameda Slim's lair, with his uh, those three. What were they called? His little henchmen people that really looked like Pecos Bill <laughs> to me. The, the Willies or something like that. The, were, I, right. uh, yeah. I, oh my gosh! It was so funny when. He's sitting there and he turns his head and you can see the farm behind his head and the outline is the dude's. It looks just like the silhouette of the guy sitting there. Yeah. He's like, do you always sit right there? It's like, this is a comfy spot. <laughs> <laughs> he turns this one piece of land that that he hasn't bought up. <laughs> yeah. now, did they, you guys might remember, did they establish as to why he was just buying everything up? Just because he wanted to? Like, what was his grand scheme? Well, he was, he was stealing all the cows. He would steal the cows. the land. Did it make? Yeah. I didn't. Ring? I didn't see. I don't. That's just what evil masterminds do. They buy up everything. I mean, that's <laughs> true. Look, they're look land at barons. any. Look at they're any dictator. Look that's at right. any dictator invades any other country for ever, whatever reason. For no fucking. And, and reason. I kind of like that. That there's like it doesn't have to have like this tragic like oh I was scorned and I have to. I do like the fact <laughs> he's like you know what screw this I'm just gonna buy a bunch of land because yeah. f them. Well, and I think uh, I don't know because you don't see him selling it later. No, he's, I mean, he's still, oh, even at the end, like he gets arrested for stealing all the cows, but technically he's still the owner. I mean, unless they're going to confiscate all the land. I don't see why they wouldn't. I feel like they, I don't know. 
I mean, like, it's, it is a simple. I feel like they give it back just be, to the. I feel like they give it back to the farmers. Well, this is what a decent human being would do. Give it back to the farmers that had their cows stolen by the dude that that. Like maybe give the land. cows, give the cows back to me. Yeah, well, where they would have been stolen well, from, but the land. He sold the cows, so we'd have to figure out where the cows were. But I feel like any decent human, which isn't saying much in this right now, but like I feel like they would give them back the land just because it was it, like their livelihood was stolen from them. That's why their land had to go to auction. And then it was bought by the dude that stole it from them. So it's like, I don't know. That's yeah, just see, a decent human being thing to do. But it doesn't matter. You know, let's just say the land <laughs> wall, went back to the original bust. earners, <laughs> the, the, the original owners, and everybody just got put back to where it was and everybody was happy. Yeah. I like that ending. Me too. I like that much better. <laughs> because it's way more fantasy than reality. It's way better. And <laughs> it I like that. wrapped itself up real nice. Perfectly. Like a present. And there was nothing better than when they... they Drive that train straight in back to back, but we're gonna back shut home. The tracks. Okay, and they just screw it and they just go. Oh, that was awesome! That was so cool. I love trains, and that that was just awesome. <laughs> yeah, and how like and how much it's like. Oh, you hear this big crash and you think it's gonna be a horror show, and they're just like, nope, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then Alameda gets stuck in the in the in yeah train the, in the train vibe. Yeah, they, I love the gag where the he it's like I'm Alabama Slim. I'm your uncle. And then he puts on the hat. And now I'm like, in the glasses or whatever. Yeah. It's like, comes out what do you do with our uncle? Oh, he grabs his hand and breaks it. Like, like, nope, how? see, I'm still your uncle. And now I'm somebody know, else. It's just like glasses. Where did our uncle go? <laughs> it's like glasses and a hat. Not even sunglasses. Like, you can still see his eyes. It, it reminded like, me of the, one of the best parts of uh, Muppets, uh, Muppets Most Wanted when he just puts a mole on and now right. he's somebody completely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he takes the mole off. Oh, where's Kermit? <laughs> Kermit left. <laughs> I love that. I love that that gag. Oh, it's so funny. I've never and, seen that one, but there's another movie oh, that does so that. So good. And I can't remember which one it is. That's so bad. Did you see the first? Mu- well, I mean, the first new Muppet movie. <gasps> They're both nope. so good. You didn't really grow up with them. I mean, did you, I mean, yeah, you did. I did mean, a little bit. I don't know. Then. Well, according to uh, my brother, I used to watch the same movies over and over again. And I still do it, so. That's okay. Uh, I feel like over. That's and been over the fun over. part of the show. Is like we're not really <laughs> talking. To, we're I not telling the people good movies that they've forgotten about. They're just making sure that Chris sees everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm the glad pod, the podcast could just be called that. Chris <laughs> sees a new we, movie. Carissa makes. Yeah, Carissa watches shit. <laughs> that's been the fun part for me personally. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Like, oh, this is an adventure. <laughs> um. Starship. I really enjoyed. Definite, definite. Uh, I, I, I really enjoyed this film. I really, I would have never watched it. I don't think, obviously, because I hadn't watched it in the sixteen years it had been out. But uh, yeah, I thought it was fun, and I and I think that the bad guy, uh, Randy Quaid's character, I mean, because this is right before. Speaking of going off the rails, this is right before he went off the rails too. Like I'm surprised they were able to keep him contained long enough to get his lines out because he went crazy really quickly after this yeah because now he's like no one really even knows where he is anymore wow i just kind of get the feeling that when they made this movie it was like disney was just like over it by then like (laughs) they're like oh man it's our 45th animated movie we got to do something but on the flip side they're like we got all this cool 3d animation that's yeah we've got millions of dollars so they're just like because up until this point they were really pushing hard on the 2D animation, like 
there would be like an A-list actor, you know, like Pocahontas mm-hmm. had Mel Gibson, Hunchback of Notre Dame had Demi Moore, you mm-hmm. know, like they were, I mean, they were A-listers then, so know, they were just really, they were just really pushing that, or like, you know, the songs were by Phil Collins or something like that, so like, they had something really strong behind it, and this movie, it was just like, no, we just have a cavalcade. Cavalcade of a cavalcade of actors, yeah, and a like, group of actors. but there's no like great songs or there's no, no like. I was, I was, I there were he broke into that one song and I was like, wait, we haven't had any which, songs in this movie, which is also uh, weird. There, is, will the sun songs. shine again? I really oh, yeah, liked, true. which I guess was, was written after scene. nine of eleven. Mm. Like, uh. <laughs> And it like, was a oh, song, now it's in it. Now, uh, yeah. But they so it's, didn't it's funny because like all of my notes were about the music. <laughs> Good. I, I, I want to know what you. I loved the music from the opening song. I was like, oh my god, that's so that's so cute and fun and yeah. and um, I mean, we had Bonnie Raitt, we had Katie Lang, yeah. we had Tim yeah. McGraw. Like we had some big people do songs for this movie. I mean, yeah. the, the all the music was done by Alan Menken, who has done some of the best soundtracks for out sure. there. And, and, you know, and 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 it was so like who. Like Fitting. What? Like, well, he did Hunchback. Alan okay. did Hunchback, I believe. Um, a lot of the Disney ones. He okay. did Little Mermaid. He did. Yeah. Did he do Little yeah, Mermaid? Yeah, he okay. did a bunch of them. He's like famous for okay. being attached yeah. to that stuff. Um, so, of everything, the music. <coughs> excuse me. Sorry. Um, the Do music. I need to leave the room. So no, I get sick. <laughs> I know, I like there's I less than ten people here. Coughing your For me, the music was the most fitting thing of the whole thing. I mean, the music was so perfect for the setting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and you know, I felt like I was watching this sweeping western. Yeah, absolutely. Just listening to the music. Good. Yeah. And 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 I just kept that thinking about that. But I'm also like, I'm a singer, and so the mu- yeah. music like. I pay attention to that. No, I absolutely that. agree with you on so, that. So, um, I, I really, really... And I think the like, m- music was great. Mm-hmm. I was just, like, it didn't have that... It didn't like, have the one song singing. or one thing that That's just... true. ...that made it popular. That's you know? true. It, it, was, it was very much like what we talked about last week with Furry Vengeance. But it was, it so was good. just oh under the top. Right. Like, just a little more kick to make mm-hmm. it over the top, just batshit crazy, or maybe a little bit more sweeping... A little bit more mm-hmm. grandiose, like to me, that's what it missed. Okay, like, okay, it, I can see that. Um, I think that was just right. a bill prayer for Brandon for Brandon Fraser. My what? I think it was just a bill prayer for Brandon Fraser. About probably, but <laughs> um, the I it, it's just like I, I guess like I said, I just wanted more grandiose yeah. from it, but it still was not a bad film, and that's what mm-hmm. makes it more. Of a 70, because it's only 70 minutes. It's not even that long of a movie. Mm-hmm. It's 30, 75 minutes. Yeah, think, 70, yeah. 75 minutes. Which they, like, some of the critics were like, this is too long. <laughs> like, it is too long because it is <laughs> a lot like, yeah, it is compared, it is just like a, a longer short. Right. You know, a, a, yeah. a, and it, all, all the beats are there too. One, one of their old, you know, their old wackadoo shorts. Um, the, they, 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 they updated one which i think was absolutely brilliant was uh buy a horse do you guys do you guys see buy a horse uh, a couple years ago Mm-mm. it was a disney short you've seen it you just i maybe um it's the one that <laughs> i start- watched a couple of them on disney plus <laughs> buy a horse awesome. is great it was a pick um it starts off as a black and white mickey cartoon and then it slowly becomes 3d animated they Ooh. tear through the music they it was it was at the beginning of frozen it was released with Frozen. Oh, then I probably saw mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember it. it starts, I'm surprised I don't remember it. Yeah. Oh, it's by a horse. It's great. 
Um, it starts, I mean, Pete's there and he steals Minnie in this car. And then the whole time, Mickey's trying to get Minnie back. And so they have this adventure of a 2D screen and then they come out. Yes. Oh, as th- in 3D, that. in 3D as well. Yes. And then it just goes back and forth 2D to 3D. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. I, I do remember that. That Brilliant. was really cool. And it's like 10 minutes long. It's mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. And there's just those old timey beats that all those going all the way back to the 20s and 30s. And this is very much more a, mel- a merry melody. You know, maybe throw in another song. Make it a yeah. little bit more musical. And you have a full length Merry Melodies movie. It 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 just it's just missing one layer. It's like a great it's like you went and blimpy. Like so you went and got a blimpy sandwich, yeah. but oh they forgot the whatever topping I like on <laughs> I it. I didn't forget it. I just wanted more and I can't ask well, for it because sh- I have severe anxiety. Oh. Once it's already on the bread, I'm like, nope, can't ask for more. Nope, nope. You can't. Uh, I thought this was just a metaphor or something. No, well, I, for me, I, no, she's legit telling a story about a sandwich. But <laughs> no, like for me, there's a metaphor. Like, oh, you know, I for my for my for my uh, like foot long subs, I like you know the meats and the light, vegetables and stuff. I like the man extra mayonnaise, and then I sometimes like a little ribbon of ranch dressing. <laughs> extra mayonnaise. Hell yeah, I'm alabaster baby. Um, <laughs> uh, you don't like mayo? No. No. Disgusting. I have a friend that doesn't like white condiments at all. <laughs> That's <laughs> she doesn't. It's great. She doesn't like white it's condiments. Fan- she doesn't. It's fantastic. Um, well, most white condiments have mayo in them. Right. True. And, and I understand that's so, why, but it's I, hilarious to me. And, and, no, there are there are sauces and stuff that she likes that have mayonnaise in them. They're just not white. That's oh, hilarious. Right. So chipotle. I mayo. thought so. Yeah. Mm. Um, anyway, no, that's uh, fine. Yeah. So, like, you, know, you, you make your perfect sandwich, <laughs> but you forget the one thing that you just think is awesome, and, and like, there's just this, and I don't know what it is, but it's there's just one piece missing somewhere. And I that don't, one time that I had this it was so good, and I don't remember what was on it. Yeah, very, like very typical. Very typical of this. Like, is it? Does it need more music? Do we need to like have some more sweeping shots of the desert? Like, is that literally all that's missing? Um, something, and I don't. So maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't the give up character. at this point. Maybe they were just like <laughs> they're like they really wanted to harken back to like the beginning of just like well, a, a like it a, did feel like an old '60s western, right. didn't it? Like yeah, it did. It, it did. Yeah. And I and I and I hate to keep making this comparison because there's they're 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 from and they're in the same house but two totally different leagues. Um, when you look at all the people that helped make this one, those familiar names that you start seeing aren't on there even in their 2d animated films you saw names like john lasseter andrew stanton um joe ramped before he passed away even before they did pixar they still had their finger i mean shoot john lasseter helped with brave little toaster like he goes back that far um uh mickey's christmas carol i mean he goes (gasps) back that far oh so good so you could see the there's just a you know, I don't want to say it's Pixar fied, but there's just something missing there, and and I and I don't know what it is, but it's still a, a fun movie, and it's still yeah. But maybe I couldn't uh, get over Buck being a kung fu fighter, <laughs> just like up on his hind legs. Oh yeah, the horse. Oh yeah, <laughs> Buck the horse is great, 
And the fact that it's Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> at the height of him being Cuba Gooding Jr. It was, like, Jr., I it was that just so voice. funny. And then yeah. as I looked up, I was like, okay. Then once you looked, like, oh, yeah. It took me forever. I figured it out eventually, but I was like watching it like, I know that voice. I yeah. know that voice. And I had to keep going and going. And then all of a sudden it hit. I don't know how I got it, yeah. but he must have said something that made me go, Jerry yeah. Maguire. You know, Cuba Gooding Jr. So, um, but yeah, it took me a while, but I finally got it. And if I hadn't known that, it was, that Grace was Jennifer Tilly, I wouldn't have gotten it. Oh, I would With that voice, you wouldn't have known that was Jennifer Tilly? I wouldn't have gotten it. Oh, my gosh. Guys, I I know, and I love a celebrity. I know. Isn't that crazy? I wouldn't have gotten it. Surprising. I know. Yeah, that was, like, besides Roseanne, she's the other, like, really. I don't know. I think it was more because she was doing, like, the bad singing, and it was funny, and then, like, I don't know. It just, I just, I wouldn't have gotten it. Hmm. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was getting a little Bride of Chucky vibes watching it because yeah. you know her and the voice and everything. But well, yeah, like, oh two, <laughs> yeah, oh four was right around Bride of Chucky. I mean, that was just a couple yeah, years away from true. a couple years away from there, uh, right around Cedar Chucky. I mean, she was cemented herself as like mm-hmm. okay, everybody. Because for the longest time, I don't know who the hell Jennifer Tilly was, but then all of a sudden, she, okay, she's Jennifer Tilly. Talk about somebody that's just like. Like ageless, like she doesn't. She has, yeah. you see pictures <laughs> of her doesn't. now. She's got Keanu Reeves syndrome. Like she has not aged at all. She's Keanu still, is a goddamn national treasure. Yes, he is. And <laughs> Jennifer Tilly is just like she, you still see her at those cons. She's still sitting there with her Tiffany doll, and she just looks the same. And it's like, oh, freaking Jennifer Tilly. It's great. What you reading? <laughs> reading anything good? No, oh, I'm What's looking up. Um, <laughs> I'm looking up Jennifer Tilly movies. So I, I think never, that's I know- it. You read my mind because that's exactly what I was hoping you well, would Well, I do. never watched... Uh, she wasn't Liar Liar. Yeah, I never yeah, watched any of the Liar Chucky Liar. movies, so... I, I I can't watch the older ones, but like the, the Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky. Oh, they're just cartoon wackadoo. The farces of the originals. Just Basically, like, yeah. Ooh, we're going to just... Like the Army of Darkness of the Evil Basically, Dead. Basically, yeah, you've got oh, the Evil Dark, Army of Darkness, Child's Play, Seed of Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> right, yep. Seed of Chucky, Bride of Chucky. Did you... Jeremiah, did you watch the new one? No, I haven't either. The fact that you I and never, I didn't go I see never it together, watched Bride I'm... of Chucky either. But okay, so you didn't see the new remade? I did. No. You did. Love did it. You like it? You Love like it? it. Okay, cool. I haven't seen it yet, so I loved it. You loved it's. It? Uh, I mean, well, this isn't about that. So I, I didn't really, I didn't like the way he looked, as everyone didn't like. But I liked. He was more the... CGI'd, right? I don't know. I don't know if it was CGI. I know they tried to do as much practical as possible. But yeah, well, but I did like the where I liked where they went with the story because it was different than before. It was very it was a very different kind of story. I'm suspecting um, that if they had it. done enough business, they'll do one where that Chucky meets the other Chucky. Oh, that'd be awesome. That I could see where it'd be going because it's to me that's really the only the only character I think that would make sense for Chucky to fight because you see Chucky. His name pops up a lot ever since they did uh, Jason versus Freddy. Mm-hmm. Like, even even Ash and versus Chucky came up at one point. Like, you just see that name pop up a lot. And it's like, why not just him fight a newer, different version of himself? That'd be cool. <laughs> I could see that. Although, I always liked... I wish they had done more with this kid. Mm-hmm. The, his daughter, I should say. Uh, his daughter. So, did any of you guys see the brother bear, which was before this movie yes on the range was that 2d or was that yeah that was that was 2d 2D animation so i never saw that one and then you never saw brother bear the 2d one before that was treasure planet which that was awesome 
Treasure Planet is the one that everybody is saying they <laughs> want to be made live action, and I'm right. totally on board for that. I've never I've, seen Treasure Planet. I had never seen Treasure Planet either. I just, I, I, I know I like something when I see it. <laughs> it's like, yep. <laughs> for everything that I've heard, everything that I, I've seen people talk about, it's like, yep, I, I buy it. I buy it, because a lot of the characters, they do their side-by-sides with the actor and, and the story. It's just, you can just tell when there's something big and epic, and... Treasure Planet, I think we should probably cover the show just because I want the opportunity to watch it. Because I won't, I don't know if I'll sit and watch it unless I was I needed to. It's a very like non Disney Disney movie like look to it. Well, you in this, I mean, this is and and that's probably why this one suffered is because they did go to a period of like not really knowing what they wanted to do with their own in house characters. Yeah, because I mean, shoot, Pixar at its was they they didn't they didn't have Pixar yet, or they were working with Pixar, but they didn't own Pixar yet, and so they still had that working relationship. And it wasn't until uh, when did if somebody can look this up when did uh, Meet the Robinsons come out? Because Meet the Robinsons, um, to me, was always interesting because it was really good. I liked it, but you could tell when pixar's hand started and stopped 2007 2007 okay so as far as 2d animation 3d animation goes yeah that's about the time that they crossed over doing this um um 2d animation and disney 3d animation but if you look back at the history of disney they've always had these periods of amazingness you can speak to this i know you can this movie um can speak to this they've always had these ups and downs as far as like you know you can't do um uh beauty and the beast lion king the little mermaid i mean you just can't keep that going forever eventually that <laughs> it, it, it dwindles off and it did and it did mm-hmm. treasure planet and brother bear which is weird because it had Bob and Doug McKenzie, the real Bob and Doug McKenzie in it as Moose. Why we didn't just we're all about that. I have no idea. But um, and you have Brother Bear and then you have this one. And then, like I said, uh, Meet the Robinsons. And it just kind of flounders a little bit until it gets... Once they find their tone, I think, for Disney, like when they... When they when they find their tone when they're on they're on I guess I could say and when they're off it's glaringly obvious. Look back at the stuff that came in during the mid '80s, uh, the the Great Mouse Detective and Oliver and Company. Good movies, great oh, movies. Oliver and Company, Love but it not so timeless. Much. I mean, they're not going to make they're not going to make a live action uh, the Great Mouse Detective, and they're not going to make a, a live action Oliver and Company. They should. They should. But they probably won't. Um. And so now you see they've got the. To me, I feel like they've kind of gotten their stride back with like Wreck It Ralph, because that's not Pixar. That's them. That's Disney, and it's good. I think two was Wreck It Ralph two was kind of weird, but I, again, they were leaning on characters that people know. So yeah. it's just hard for them when they're not making their own. It's just they've had a hard time making their own characters for so long that even when they make their own characters, they still have to rely on their old characters. Um, now, Frozen and Frozen Two is not Pixar. That's just Disney as well, right? I don't know. 
Yeah, I think that's just Disney. That's just not, yeah, that's they Disney. Just try not to watch those movies. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pixar. Yeah, the big Disney. nerd that knows everything. We're talking about, about Frozen, Dick. You. Frozen is yeah, Frozen is just Disney. So, yeah, they they finally they finally hit something that that, that is working for them. So, and again, I think Pixar. And conversely, so I, I would I would very say that right now Disney's hit their stride. They're, they're doing some good stuff. To me personally, I think Pixar is the one that's like, okay, now what are we going to do? Because onward. From the very beginning, I nah, I just, <laughs> not gonna I see that one, huh? I think it looks cute. It looks cute. It just you're gonna just skip to Trolls too, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like Trolls one, but <laughs> Trolls was a different company. Um, I know, I know, but still, yeah, let's go to Trolls. If they release anything, who the hell knows if they're gonna release anything? So you've got, you know, you've got obviously Frozen. That even though two was meh, and Wreck It Ralph two was okay there's uh, they're luckily they're other high part but me pixar is not they're kind of like in that word. same boat have now you, you like they're you... just making sequels of pixar of shit, basically yeah. it's like... like i don't know to me and, the, and, and i did not like toy story 4 i i don't even think i like the i one. never even saw anything past the second one so really you never saw three three no. was beautiful well, i liked four i liked Pic- <laughs> i liked toy story four i think it like made it. Was, at least it had a purpose and it made sense. They didn't make a movie for no reason, like I, like but, Cars Three. Like oh god, don't get me started on Cars Three and Cars Two. Oh god, um, especially Cars Two. Planes. At least planes <laughs> make sense. But yeah, if Toy Story Four. I I, I thought like, at least the story, it, it made sense. I guess I don't know what did you what did you not like about it? you you you're, you are physically disgusted. <laughs> yeah, you're saying. Um, mm. I now I'm trying to remember exactly the reason. <laughs> um, but, but it was I was very I was very passionate about it at the time. Um, I, I I as I was watching it, like I just felt like it went away from what Toy Story was really all about. It was re- it felt really. It felt really depressing and and sad, and it just like to the point where it made me angry almost to watch. I was like, I don't want to watch them all. Like, you don't want to live like... in a world where Buzz and Woody aren't friends. Yeah, I didn't like it. Just really depressed me, and and I God, I know there was more to it at the time, and I remember like messaging my friend and being like, I had like this big rant about it, but um. And it's now like I the fox and the hound, and the fox and the hound not being Ugh. friends at the end of it. Yeah, that but movie. But like four movies F that worth movie. of <laughs> of being physically or, or yeah, emotionally it, attached it to the just, characters. Dicks. And I and I didn't like the. I, I really didn't like the the villain one, the girl that took the voice box, and I thought she was like. There was just so much it about it. There was, yeah, there was uh, a, a little bit to be wanting with the villain in Toy Story Four. I, I, I it almost seems to me like they they kind of needed some sort of antagonist, and it didn't have to. I'm glad that it wasn't someone so evil that you just like Lotso, like just yeah, not so despicable. Like it was somebody that you could actually feel sorry for because once you learn the backstory of gabby gabby you kind of like you get it and it kind of makes sense to you but still like yeah i i get what you're saying i i totally get what you're saying um i think that it it was hard because there was a, a part of growing up there you know 
the world doesn't end all happy when things change they don't always change to stay the same like when, at the end of three they changed but they stood the same like oh now we have a new kid mm-hmm. and it's all going to be the same it's just now it's bonnie instead of andy well now you've got a world that doesn't you don't recognize anymore mm-hmm. and it's like oh shoot it just left me cold see to me it, it really the, the did fe- the, the feeling of like you know what my my story is unwritten now and i can make it what i want that spoke to me and that i liked I really did that the way that Woody and, and, and Bo people like, you know what? We can write our own story now and we can kind of live the life that we want to live. If we, if we want to have a kid for a while, great. We can have a kid for a while. For if a we, while. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you think about it, that's the, it's their choice at this point. Oh, if they, sure. they want to, I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah. So if they, if they want it's to, I'm just, so I'm funny. glad that. I, I, I didn't. I, think I, I didn't, want a kid for a year. I didn't see it coming, but then once it happens, like oh, okay, that makes sense, because he had outlived what he was his purpose was, even at Bond's Ugh, house. See that bother? I don't like it. So I, I guess like I, I never saw past the second one because I saw the first one was like why I liked it. It was totally different, probably than most people because. It was all from an. I didn't care anything about the story. It was all from an artistic standpoint. Like this was well, the yeah, most you're an artist. beautiful thing that I'd ever yeah. seen yeah. ever uh-huh. up into that because that was like the first awesome computer yeah, animated. Movie. It was absolutely. And then so everything after that was just like, meh, okay. <laughs> it's, like, it's getting better, but still, the first one just was so amazing. Like have at you that seen, time, I know you. I know you don't have any context to it, but have you seen the side by side pictures of the dog from Toy Story and the cat from Toy Story Four? Mm-mm. Look that up because that is amazing. Because yeah, that you right. you go back it's like oh it looks so beautiful until you go Google that dog. Well yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's like it's like oh gross, and then you go look at this cat right. that is the most realistic thing you've ever seen. So to see that 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 style, I mean, the, you got to give you have to give Pixar credit. They they oh will yeah they delight. always improve. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just like you looked it up. You looked it up. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear. <laughs> oh, sh- crap! Wow. We broke her. Yeah, <laughs> she's right. gone. She's oh gone. my god! Maybe, hilarious. maybe we'll use that as the header. Well, I mean, um, like, look at like I get, this is the most unflattering, hilarious picture I've ever seen. But, <laughs> no, I get. I totally got what you were saying though. But and it, it was beautiful, and it was amazing. Uh, and even it was with the weird looking dog, like, new. it was all brand yeah. new. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like oh, you, like sure. like you seeing the Blair Witch for the first time. You yeah, know, it's like something you've never seen. Absolutely, before, and no, it's totally, just amazing. totally, totally. Well, and and you could say that about you know, in Home on the Range, you could say that okay, so this is the forty fifth two D animated movie. It's pretty formulaic. Um, they've been doing this for almost a hundred years at this point. Like, I could see, yeah, that there is a stagnation to it, and that's. Maybe that's what, like you said, it wasn't like there was nothing grandiose mm-hmm. about it. Like no up heart- until that point, they were always pushing the envelope. Yeah, like Beauty and the Beast, it was like now, beautiful, and that like they still use computer animation in it, but like just very minimally. It was it was an animated movie for the sake of doing an animated movie, right? Mm-hmm. And nothing for the to sake do with, like, of the story they were trying to tell was just like okay, let's just do this because I mean, if you look back, yeah, it said someone's a Pocahontas. Oh, it was the beginning. Of wanting to do this type of story, they want to do Captain Courageous, but they had to change it up and they made this. Right. Well, yeah, they were doing Captain Courageous Western style. Yeah. That's what Wikipedia. But they weren't like 
they didn't say like oh right we're gonna make in every movie up to that there's like one scene or multiple scenes where they just like went above and beyond like something that we're just gonna make happen like uh-huh. in lion king it was like the stampede the scene. stampede was absolutely like, just yeah. there's always like that thing that you're just like holy crap i can't believe that somebody drew that and yeah then in this movie there wasn't really yeah anything and, like and, that and, and those and where that could have been wasn't there the mine carts they're yeah. just really quick and fast they look like bowling alley bowling alley uh uh, 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 scenes after you get a strike. Right. It's just really quick and then that's it. And he, there's even certain scenes too that were kind of off-putting like when there's when the cows are sitting there before they get they get loaded up in that cave. If you look closely it's the same cow just duplicated a hundred times. Mm-hmm. A thousand times. Which re- I mean to be honest Pixar does that. That's how they made the doors and the cars and the the hair on Sully, like it's just one thing duplicated a thousand times, which is amazing. Can like when you think about it, like the budget being what it was, like how come there wasn't any of that yeah. in there? Like we spent a hundred million dollars on this movie, yeah. and there's I know animation is expensive, <laughs> but it is. <laughs> on the flip side, they've also have thirty years of The Simpsons and or thirty some odd seasons of The Simpsons, and like you can do animation and get it, you know, maybe cheaply or whatever. Like you don't. I don't know. There's, you're. I think you 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 figured it out. It's like they didn't push themselves at any one thing in this, and, and that's why it was a fun, not not a bad way to spend an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. No, but but it's, it's missing something. It's almost like it should have been a. Movie. Huh. I laughed through the entire you laughed? movie. Yeah, it's oh, I laughed. I laughed a lot. You know, I think the other thing what popped into my head as I was watching it, and now that we're talking about it, the other thing that it really lacked was really a unique story because the story has been done a yeah. hundred times. Yeah, we gotta, yeah. and How there's room. Time, yeah. yeah, and there's room to put some fun things in there. Yeah, but again, doesn't make sense, and is it interesting? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, How many times have we seen the story of? The, we gotta the, save the, the old farm. the old farmstead is gonna get taken by the banker because mm-hmm. we can't pay the bill. Like like we've seen it. <laughs> exactly. So I think maybe that's part of it too. Is, is if you're gonna do a throwback, put a little extra yeah. in there. You know, put that a little bit extra mayo. I mean, yourself. yeah, we've never seen cows <laughs> save the day before, but you know. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they were like, hmm, we've got this thing that we could just release to like home. DVD or but what they else? Almost, it's like what else do we have going on to make our forty fifth release? Uh, nothing. So let's just well, do this. and they did. <laughs> it was supposed to be brought this and then Brother Bear, and then they put Brother Bear first because they wanted it tied in with the DVD release of some other of their older movies that were coming back out on DVD because mm. DVDs two thousand four still kind of like eh, not novelty but still kind of like okay. Um, this was back when, ooh, it's the big diamond release of Beauty and the Beast. Like, oh, well, then we better get that because it might be worth nothing. <laughs> so we right. better buy it. Um, so I, it, it, these, this literally could have been uh, uh, a directed DV, directed VHS film um, or even broken into a TV show. And that would have been a blast. Right. A whole bunch of cool episodes. Be perfect for Disney Plus, right? Yeah. Right this now. would be perfect for. Well, that's where I <laughs> found it. It's like, oh yeah, this did. But exist. as like an original, this is only an available on Disney you know. Plus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's funny. While I was watching it, there was a moment where I thought, man, I wish this was just like a thirty-minute cartoon. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I, I started that's getting like Jeremiah saying, yeah. Let's get on. I, I was bored. Usually, mm-hmm. when I watch these, I'm like, oh, I, 
it's easy for me to like find the good in these mm-hmm. things. And this was like, this isn't bad. Even Tucker was just like, Meh. I wouldn't. Like, it wouldn't have kept. It would not have kept my attention if it didn't have the innuendos. It did. It did have some innuendos. So in it. many good ones. Yeah. That so many. Good. It had some. It had some good there stuff. There were a in it. It lot of be utter old, jokes. Yeah. It, there was a lot of utter <laughs> jokes. That's like, well, yeah. When 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 they come back to the farm and they get off the train, you see Maggie step out. You see her utter the move. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he's like in the foreground, like or in yeah. the background. I was like, <laughs> like that's an unfortunate shot. These- <laughs> <laughs> some good stuff in here it really really was you could see why it didn't become a classic yeah absolutely absolutely. for sure if they made it with three cattle dogs would it have been better three cattle you know all disney movies with dogs or cats do amazing yeah for sure who knows (laughs) who knows i don't know i enjoyed the heifer jokes that was pretty funny I had a hard time and like the, the giggling to myself. Was like, oh, I know how we can raise money. Let's go to the farm. <laughs> no, that's a horrible. I know what that means. And for them to like turn that, like, we're gonna go to the farm. Oh God, please don't. <laughs> no, God, you could easily save your farm. So funny. By oh, sorry, not going to the farm. Going the to the fair. fair. Going to the fair. Let's go to the fair and we'll raise money. I automatically thought. Well, I know what happens to one. the animals that go to the fair. And so, ooh, ooh, maybe it was just because it was too much of a mis- mis- mismatch of like you had human characters and then you also had. <laughs> and when Disney movies are usually really successful, it's like what they're either they? all animals, or if they are all animals, they're all playing. It's like the Muppets; they're all playing like human characters, like Robin mm-hmm. Hood, like yeah. And they're just in that yeah. world as like normal, like uh-huh. it's totally normal. But they're just different. Animals. But it's all just like yeah. it's not all one species. It's like snakes, chickens. Yeah, everything. Like the Jungle exactly. Book. Yeah, like yeah. a Jungle Book, mm-hmm. exactly. Or Zootopia. I love Zootopia. So good. I like to sing. <laughs> I thought sing was better than Zootopia. Sing. I, I like sing both. too. I loved them both. I, I yeah, liked sing, them both for different reasons. But sing I prefer really sing. Got me like the oh, power no. of music and what it can do. Like, yeah, sing really got me. So Zootopia just proved its own point. They was trying to to not prove and. <laughs> That's why I didn't like. I liked it. No, that's mm. like they proved that your racist biases are true. And I, I, it's true. And I didn't. Sing was just like, yeah, who cares? Um, and that, <laughs> we're a bunch of different species, and I don't give a f. That time frame too, I don't think was mm-hmm. like they weren't like trying to capture a new audience, or at least they didn't try very hard. Like us all growing up with all those other awesome ones, like for us, like. I did not want to go see that in 2004, like Home on the Range. Home like on it, the Range? No. It did nothing for me by that time, like, because they've, like, pushed the envelope so much and, like, progressed so much. And then I was like, nope, I'm going to go see Hellboy instead, because that was yeah. out at the same well, time. And we pretty much demographed like, yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we demographed our <laughs> Wait, way our, gonna... our, out of it. Yeah. And so, of course, these movies well, weren't yeah, well, for us. You guys us. were 24, weren't you? Yeah. That yeah. Time? Like, yeah. Of course but you still, wouldn't go see that. No, no. It wasn't theaters. for us no. at all. Up but, until that point, I saw most of the Disney movies. But now Casey, most of them, but not yeah, has stayed in that. But you know, Casey has stayed in that demographic. So I could. See, that's why I was like, "Are you sure you didn't go to the theater?" Because like I know you probably would have seen it right away. Yeah. I mean, a Disney. No, cartoon. I probably drug her to Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is more of a grown-up character for you to watch yeah. rather than a bunch of cows saving a farm. And well, t- and 
so that leads back to what we were saying too about like Treasure Planet and what was the other one? Uh, Treasure Planet, Brother Bear. There's another one we mentioned in there. Meet the Robinsons. Meet the Robinsons. Um, so like Tr- Treasure Planet's got a big following and everybody really likes it. It's kind of a low key hit that a lot of the younger one, the, the millennial, the younger millennials really really dig. There's not a following for this, and there's not really a big following yeah. for Brother Bear, and they won't be. And that's a shame because there's some good stuff. Because like there. the said, bad guy in this was just freaking hilarious. It all comes back to that fact. Is this is really <laughs> just like a thirty minute cartoon that's that seventy five yeah. minutes long? That they stretch. Yeah, exactly. Um, it they I I, I I got the sense that they made it because they made a movie, and they had a, a spot to fill, like yeah. what you said. And that's unfortunately, you know, they didn't make it for the sake of making a story. <laughs> unfortunately, then they're like, five years later, we'll make Princess and yeah. Frog. Which, well, th- I mean, if, if you're going to end on a high note, then I'm glad they did because yeah. yeah, Prince of the Frog is really good. Love so, it. So, yeah. On a completely unrelated note, how excited are we at the prospect of getting a Disney Princesses 3D movie from Wreck-It Ralph two? <laughs> I did not know about that. I I keep hearing rumblings that maybe like. If they're if they're if they're dumb, if they're smart, they will. They probably won't, but if they're smart, they will make a three. I I could watch uh, I could watch those princesses for an hour and a half. They'll easy. probably make Frozen three. Well, well obviously, <laughs> just to spite me, just to spite you. <laughs> like you know that one guy that doesn't like Frozen. Yeah, we're gonna make this because of him. I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. For, <laughs> I'm really excited for that movie, New One Soul. I there. The, the new the next Pixar one coming out because they're they're going into something that's un f, f, they're they're making their own world and I really enjoy when they do that like to me onward just looked like that could have been made I'm sure it's a really good story and it's and it's really very well made but on outwards appearance to me it looks like that could have been a DreamWorks picture or that could have been it's like Monsters Inc or something like I don't no know. not so much Monsters Inc it's just more like um, illumination, like the group, the people that made uh, that uh, yeah, Soul, uh, looks great. Oh, um, it's a music movie. Yeah, it's a music about jazz. Um, oh yeah. Uh, but like to me, Onward looks like something that the Illumination, the 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 studio that made the Minions, like right. I mean, they're just too many char- too many things that you see elsewhere. Like I, every everybody has unicorns, and everybody has. Like mythical creatures, like every everything does, and mm. that's you know give us something original. So I'm glad they're going to do something like Soul. So I just want them to. I want them to be finally like, nope, we're going to do it. We're going to make humans actually look like humans, and just like we're going to make a movie that? like that because they can do it. They just won't. They always well, make yeah. like their eyes bigger and stuff because they find that it like bothers people if they make them too human, like too real. Well, look at I don't uh, care. I want them to do it anyway. The Final Fantasy <laughs> or ba- Beowulf. I mean, yeah. I didn't know Beowulf was a D, uh, was a CGI movie when it was. I never saw it, but when I saw that when the trailers were coming out for Beowulf, I thought that was oh wow, that's that's just and the Final Fantasy movie is awesome. I don't yeah, but people just didn't like it. It was just, well, it's cause too it, real, cause but it was it's different. not because it wasn't a Final Fantasy. It just <laughs> right. had their name on it. So that or Pixar just needs to go like make a dark movie now. They've never I would really love make, for I would love for you them know, to make something. like Disney did that. I mean, like Hunchback was pretty damn pretty dark, dark. Yeah. and like yeah, it had some uh, weird gargoyles well, in it. But like for the most part, well, and if you look at like, their history, they dabbled in some like the Black Hole uh, and the the Black Cauldron. Yeah, 
And, Black Cauldron. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's some dark stuff in there. You start clicking around Disney Plus. Watcher in the Woods. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watcher in the Woods scared the crap out of me when I was a yeah. kid. Yeah. I mean, there's some. There's and Mr. Some... Boogity scared the crap out of me, too. Oh, Mr. That's Boogity. On, that's on yeah, Disney that's Plus. That's on, too. Yeah. It does uh, have Mr. Boogity Returns or Return of Boogity or whatever, but it does have the original one. There's a, there's, there's, there's a bit on there that. that I mean, uh, some obviously for obvious reasons, but there's some stuff on there that's like it's not the complete collection, as you're saying. But that's all right. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they're kind of. But it's, I think Pixar is too afraid. They're just like, eh, it's safe. Too much bad press if we make. Well, a movie they like could that. they could do it. They could add it and be. I mean, there's some stuff that the good dinosaur had some pretty dark moments to it. Yeah, Ugh, I didn't like that movie that much. There's some uh, brilliant yeah. animation in that movie, though. Like you're like, holy, yeah. holy crap, that's a real river. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's not. No, it looks <laughs> exactly like that's yeah, a real river itself, with a fake dinosaur in it. <laughs> I think the good dinosaur is very good. Uh, is a good. Uh, you can you can compare this with Home on the Range. Um, complacency, and I think that's what they like. Pixar, everything we do is great. Like pick that's what the good dinosaur. It, it had some lots of great parts, right? But it's missing something. It's missing. Who knows what something. it is? It's something. It's, it's some extra mayo. <laughs> had some cool ideas. Some great ideas. Like, yeah. yeah. Especially with like, oh, the meteor didn't destroy the dinosaurs. Then lean into that and give us onward with dinosaurs. Right. Not. Well, yeah. Now we have a farm, but we're still dinosaurs, and we're still going to go away anyway. I mean, we're setting the scene that dinosaurs are going to go away. But like, lean into that. Make onward but with dinosaurs and make it different than what it looked like dinosaurs the tv show back from the 90s with not the not the mama puppet <laughs> not the mama exactly thank you <laughs> i wasn't even looking i was rubbing my eye don't do well, that i'll try not oh, to yeah, don't your face, <laughs> yeah i'm so fidgety they're like yeah don't touch your face like oh crap yeah tell me not to do something uh, that that's all i can think about now is doing well, at least Home on the Range gave Roseanne a brilliant career after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. But, uh... <laughs> She-Devil was great. I like She-Devil. <laughs> I like so much, I know you've never seen so many good, so many good things to say about Home on the Range, but let's... Let's talk about Let's see how many movies we've talked about not That's Home okay. So, I know. Hey. I feel like we need to do just one of these just sit around talking about just bringing up whatever movies. films whatever that's fine comes. might as well just That'd do like fun. seven degrees of kevin bacon the dust at this point. <laughs> just the dustbin <laughs> connecting the movies together all right home on the range steve buscemi uh well steve buscemi. i used to be so, we used to be so Armageddon. good at that uh, <laughs> so good at that doing the movie game yeah just so good at that one of these one of these episodes we'll do that we'll play the movie game it's like every we'll, 10 movies i'm like oh i've seen that <laughs> <laughs> we used to do this thing where we had we we would we would Instead of seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, yeah, we, it was just a chain. So he would he would he would give me an actor, and I would say a movie that he was in. He would have to then say another actor from that movie, and then and he'd then have to say a different movie, a different movie that that actor's in, and you just That's, go back and forth. I want to play for as far as you can go without repeating movies, or or until you just actors. want to be a Ooh. dick and you name some movie that. That guy was only in and nobody else, or like yeah, <laughs> or you nobody get to like saw. Jeffrey Combs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You just get to uh, and sometimes Sounds like King's Cup. Yeah, and there's a like you can't name the same you, actor. You can't, like you can't duplicate. Yeah, you can't duplicate movies or actors, and it gets challenging after a while, especially when cause we used to do this when we were on road trips, and they would go for a while. No wonder you guys are such nerds. Oh yeah, we're big Makes nerds. Makes total sense. Yeah, I would love to have you and like Chance. 
and That'd play the movie game. So fun! I'm so down. That would be that would be chance fun. would be a, chance would be really good at that. Yes. And I'm just standing in the background with my own piece of paper, like writing down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna Take watch that one later. I've never seen that one before. <laughs> so the extended part of the game would we would have to name the character they play as well, so she can write Ooh. it down, so she has the actor and the character. <laughs> Because for some reason you're then, good at that. I've noticed like, you're really good and then, at character knowing character because I'm watching a movie with characters, not with celebrities. I mean, and then the, yeah, of course they're playing these parts, but the characters are the movie that I'm watching, not the celebrities. And then the following week—that's why week, I don't like knowing things about celebrities because they fuck up the characters for me. Then the following week, there's like a Roseanne. quiz, like Roseanne. Exactly. I was like, Tar. but he said Jennifer Tilly, and I was like, I love Jennifer Tilly, and then she's like, <sighs> you I okay fr- now? I, I love Jennifer Tilly, but I don't. Know what else she was in? Uh, Other than, oh no, she was she was no. in Lair Lair. She was in a movie and called was, Bound. And then she was she was, and then in uh, Ooh la la, an episode of Drop Dead Diva, which is a series that I <gasps> Drop Dead Diva is amazing. Yes, I've seen the series like six times. Same. I want to do a, 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 a not a spinoff, but a special edition where we talk about TV shows. Oh my God, please! Because, I can, I'm please, down can for I? That. That There's I can... a lot of cool TV shows out there that don't. I mean, probably still not. Good. I that could one. talk I about TV for weeks the hard part is like <laughs> like it's not like british style where they're only around for two seasons and then it's nice and bite-sized you get it it's like oh yeah i love nip tuck and it's like eight seasons long and uh. you have to know all this backstory <laughs> like we were talking about with doctor who where it's mm-hmm. been going on since the 50s and there's no I, I i tried to get somebody uh uh into star trek it's like i don't know where to start now and I i've been a trekkie either. since i can walk the orville same the orville basically like i don't know where to start with like well how about next generation yeah yeah but you're missing stuff that you might need to know from the original series well how about the original series well uh, if you start there you won't it's watch hard any to continue through that and to and like well, what about deep space nine well then you would have no idea what the hell's mm-hmm. happening we, we started voyager. with voyager voyager That's i think is the best and it has I, like it talks about the past mm-hmm. enough, and well, it kind of takes place at the same time, right? It's... What about starting by watching the movies um, of the could... originals and then watching Next Generation? You could get away with that, especially starting with like mm-hmm. two, yeah, because that was, or even <laughs> yeah. or even like the 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 Kelvin movies, yeah, yeah, or at least the first Kelvin movie, mm-hmm. and then maybe even the third one. You mm-hmm. can skip the Into Darkness, but. Um, uh, which I don't know why we haven't covered on this show yet either, but uh, I loved it. Into Darkness. Yes, I did. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start like... with Insurrection. Oh God! No. Just just because a little creature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Home on the Range. Um, I know we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up because yeah we could go off shoots. The the train has has left the the rails exactly like I knew that it would. Just like at the end of Home on the Range. Not to spoil a 16-year-old kid's cartoon. <laughs> it's the best the cow-starring cow movie I've seen. It's the best cow-starring movie what other I've seen. What other cow-starring movies have exactly. you seen? Exactly. <laughs> None. I mean, does Ferdinand count? Cause that was Ooh, really Ferdinand. <laughs> Isn't he a bull, though? Yeah, he's but there's cows in it. And he's and it's John Cena, right? It is. Yes. It's John Cena. It was so cute. Oh, my God, I loved okay. it. My mom and I watched that at Thanksgiving. I made her watch um, The Greatest Showman, and then we watched, I made her watch Big Hero 6. Big. And we, then we watched Ferdinand. Oh, Big yeah. I, I, have, I have seen Big Hero 6, and I am in love You watched them in that order? Yes. Oh, weird. 
I really wanted her to see um, The Biggest Showman. Oh. And then, uh, I don't know, it, it popped up in whatever we're streaming service we're, we're watching it on. So I was like, we're watching that. And so I put on Big Hero 6 and then Ferdinand popped up. So that's kind of... I may that's have watched Ferdinand in the theater. <laughs> I know you. I'm sure you did. I, I did. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of movies in theaters. Otherwise, I probably would have <laughs> I thought it was adorable. So, so. anyway. Super uh, cute. Home on the Range. Dame, Dame Judi Dench. Roseanne Barr. Jennifer Tilly. Cuba Gooding Jr. Randy Quaid before he went crazy. Um, there's one more big one. Uh, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi um, playing himself. Um, uh, there are little. There's other uh, voices in there you recognize. Like you said, Patrick Warburton. Yeah. That you that pops up a little bit. A, a great fun little uh, movie about some cows trying to save their farm, and they become bounty hunters because, of course, they do. I really liked when they busted into the saloon, and I was hoping more of that when they. Uh, this uh, town is awesome. Yeah. Um, so a, a fun little film. Uh, it will be a challenge to keep your attention unless you're like way into it. And I even had a hard time sticking into it. But it's 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 a lot of fun. And I, 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 I'm I glad I had the opportunity to check it out. Uh, it, uh, Chris, I'll start with you. Any kind of final thoughts or anything that you want to say before we say goodbye? Can I tell you which ones were, which ones... Um... I thought the, they they represented the Golden Girls. I was watching the uh, three, and I was like, "Okay." I had that thought uh, too when I was watching it. Okay, good. I totally so, did. I was feeling wow. like I, was feeling I like where like, this is going. I was feeling like Grace was like Rose, obviously she's super ditzy, right? Uh, and also kind of Blanche for some reason. I don't know. I was feeling not other than the sexual, like mm-hmm. other than Blanche's sexual stuff, but she just gave me these Blanchy vibes, mm-hmm. which was great. And then Calloway was Dorothy because you know how mm-hmm. Dorothy always wants to keep everything in line. Yep, yep. And then Maggie was Sophia. Because she's like super headstrong and she's like, I'm going to do it anyway. We're going to go anyway. Kind of like Sophia and Blanche kind of mixed together. Yeah. I, I was yeah. feeling that too. Like like kind of a Sophia. See, I, in my head, I went Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus. Oh, I could okay. see that too. That's okay. where my head went. I can, like, I can see perfect. that as well. That's what I was thinking, dude. Yeah. I think, I think it was like... I don't know. I think I saw something recently for the Golden Girls. So, like, Rose just popped up in my... Maybe I just saw Betty White's face because everybody's like, Betty White's still alive during the coronavirus, which I'm super stoked about. <laughs> so, I see Ditsy kind of like, you know... Uh, and so, I'm like, Rose, me! I'm glad I wasn't the only one thinking that. Yeah, I totally did. It was it was, it was was Calloway that did it for me, though. The, just the way she acted, I was like, she's like one of the Golden Girls. Yeah, like, it just... Is, yeah, I don't she know. She was very Dorothy for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, if she... Yep. It was so... She's actually the one who kind of started it, and then like, and because I think she was a she was a good presence in the beginning, mm-hmm. so I kind of got to hers. I was like, okay, and I was getting this kind of vibe, and then and then Grace pops up, and it was like, oh boy, oh boy. So I like wrote down which other one. Mm-hmm. I thought it Cute. was fantastic. Anyway, nice. Go ahead, Jimmy. I um, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you this. I, I I had two ideas, and they actually went with the one that I didn't think they would go with. I always thought that either a they would make a big screen Golden Girls movie with new actresses that are because if you kind of look around, there's a lot of really good actresses mm-hmm. that fit that demographic and that age group. Yep, now. I could see they it. They would kill in those movies. You're mm-hmm. telling me Meg Ryan couldn't pull off an amazing rose? Oh yeah. Are you telling me this? I don't believe you. Because <laughs> you would. Um, there's just a lot of really good actresses that are coming to a point in their careers where they could kill mm-hmm. and if they came up with the great the best with a good good enough story i think they can make this work um or two 
a Golden Girls, but it's gender flipped and they're gay, and they are doing that. So, like a Silver Foxes type that of show. Should be interesting. Uh, and I guess the original, some of a the bunch original... of old bitchy gay dudes. It's been done to death. Apparently, well, apparently <laughs> some of the guys, some of the people from the original uh, Golden Girls show, I guess they are working on like kind of a gender swap. So not like a gold, not like. That can't that same kind of feel, but not like okay. Now it's Rose. Now you're Rick, and you're an old gay guy. It's not like that at all. It's okay. just, I only want. I mean, I would watch one, it. One, don't one, get me wrong. A group of old older gay guys. I only <laughs> want to see it if it's the three guys from Three Men and a Baby. Why not? Because they're, <laughs> they're all old. No, the good the good place is over. So <laughs> what if they did what you were saying with some of the newer older actresses, uh-huh. but had Betty White? play Sophia. Yes! <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, with, with, with what they'll do is that they'll have her at the very end pop up just like they did in the Brady Bunch movie when they oh, had the original yeah. Florence Anderson <laughs> pop up as the, as the grandma. Yeah. That, that'd be cool. That's cute. Uh, all right, Jeremiah, any final thoughts on Home of the Range, the movie you watched 15 years ago? <laughs> I think if you just go in, like if you want to watch a really long, just regular cartoon and you have no expectations <laughs> of a like true disney movie then mm-hmm. it's gonna be yeah. great for you yeah it's really, fun it's funny it's got good music thing. it's it's got yeah. all the things of a great just cartoon straight up yep. cartoon probably one of the great yeah cartoon as in like a merry melodies yeah i think the reason i found they find things so entertaining is because i go in with no expectations well yeah if you have no yeah if you have no I've yeah done. Like, That's why you have so much fun with these. Yeah, it's very Miss, true. Miss, Miss me, 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 me. Uh, <laughs> Anything on your notes that we didn't hit? Not really. Uh. No, I didn't take a whole lot of notes. Um, I I loved it. I loved. We talked a lot about the animation. As soon as I started watching it, I was like, "Oh, it's the old style that I miss so much." And just even the way like the people were drawn, it was. It, that's my era i guess of like animation like i just loved it and it was it was kind of nice to go back to that so i really liked that i think it's really cute and it's it's funny and it's you know it's a little long like you said you know it probably i i could almost see it as like a tv series like i'd love to i would watch a tv series of these crazy animals and their antics Mm -hmm. on the farm and things happening and you know especially i really like you said i want to see more of the the goat and the rabbit Mm -hmm. like i thought they were adorable together um, a TV series or a made-for-TV movie is more of its... Yeah. More of its or a short-run series, you know. Um, I, I, you know, like I said earlier, I loved the music. Um, I, th- I thought it was it was really fitting. And, and, you know, like I said, we had we had some great musicians in it. I mean, you know, Bonnie yeah, Raitt, so. Katie Lang, mm-hmm. Tim McGraw. Like, the Tim McGraw song that plays during the credits, like, was really beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just, I mean, I like, I'm a sap and I like a good happy ending. So by the time it was over, I was like, oh, and I know it was so cute. And, and they all, and they all go to the fair and they all get blue ribbons and it's so sweet they all and get cute. Blue ribbons and like when the too. little chicks jumped down with their blue ribbons each, They're like so I happy. was just like, oh. you know, it makes you feel good. And, and, um, I think that right now we need that. Mm-hmm. So so that part of it, it I really It was nice liked. to just go away for a, for an hour mm-hmm. and some change. So I definitely felt really... like when they when they had their ribbons with their names on it and the, above their stalls, made me think of Charlotte's Web. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I thought of Charlotte's Web a couple of times watching it. Yeah, Charlotte, absolutely. Charlotte's Web vibe, for mm-hmm. sure. 
said that or who wants to buy these little chickens for five cents <laughs> that got me oh that is just so adorable again, again disney lying to you because like if you grew up on a real farm or doing that you would know that they got all those blue ribbons and then in real life they all got butchered at the end of that that's what that's what well see that's what I, I, way I, to I, take I, the positive oh, sorry, out of sorry it. sorry sorry that's what i was Stop trying to hint at shit for well us. that's what i was trying to hint at when let he said people let's enjoy go things. to the i got it but let us yeah, like if we're gonna raise money, let's go to the fair. No. You know she was not gonna. Don't go to the fair if you're a cow. Else. No, I'm don't just, I'm because just you won't come back. <laughs> Pearl so, was not. Pearl. Pearl's little slice of her was a slice of heaven. Oh boy, that also made me think right, of everybody. Portal. Here we are. Uh, depending how long this uh, little quarantine goes, uh, we may or may not be back with a new episode, but uh, next week. But uh, keep track of the Facebook page because I'll be doing a lot more of those uh, little fun little live videos um, because that was a lot of fun and why not? Um, <laughs> if you if you saw the li- the little live video I did on the Facebook page, I want to send a picture for you. I had to put my phone. It's being held up by a toy Infinity Gauntlet. Yes. <laughs> and I turned its hand so it's because th- you could turn its fingers to like a fist mode and you can lock it in place. And it's being held in place with a with a roll of tape, and my phone is sitting up in it. And if I could figure out a way to take a picture of it, I was good because I thought that makes oh, how, me that was so happy. Deliciously quaint is how I That makes me very very it, so. happy. Um, so stay tuned for some more Infinity Gauntlet held up videos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you so much. Um, when we get, you know, things things are wackadoo right now, and it's going to be all right. You know, we're. Um, this generation of people, you know, the, this group of people that's alive today, um, we're 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 stronger than what people will give us credit for, and we we will be just fine, and it's gonna be all right. So we are just so happy to be able to be here and to provide mindless entertainment, and we were gonna bring bringing you more mindless entertainment <laughs> um, in the very near future. And then when we're all when this is all blown past us, um. I've resolved to hit the ground running. I've been saying that for almost a year now with a live show. I was like, well, I'm not going to keep... I could talk and talk and talk about it, or I can just make it happen. So stay tuned for that. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We love you. Um, remember, if you're going to have a rewind, you might as well be kind. Um, <laughs> if there's any specific movie you would like us to to do, we're also going to be doing a special uh, You Call It episode and... I would love to have some feedback as far as movies. And if we have to just go boom, 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 boom down the line, we certainly will. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And check out Home on the Range if while you're doing your quarantine. And uh, all right. Love you. Thank you, guys. I, I couldn't think of three better uh, people to, to, to do the show with. So Aww. I'm so thankful for, for you guys. So, All right. Well, thanks, everybody. And drive safe. Love you. And we'll talk to you later. 